This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. And welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. Once again with your boy, Mr. Lips and my man, Gio. Hey, ma'am. The name of this show is to quote Marvin the Martian, where's the big kaboom? <laughs> An explosive episode incoming. <laughs> well, well, well. Um, that was That was fun. And if you've been sleeping under a rock, obviously it was AEW's Revolution pay-per-view, um, which we will go through because I actually, well, I fell asleep at the beginning and woke up at the end, which having watched it back was actually probably the right way to do it. No, what you did is you, you sent us the link to watch it through Discord and then you left us. I had to get up early. What do you do? And then I woke up anyway at 3 a.m. So <laughs> I was like, you. all right. This pay-per-view is going to be one of those things where four years from now, when we're still doing this podcast, they're going to make me to watch it all over again. It, it could join that list because it's going to be rememberable. Do you, th- do you think the end kind of ruined some of it? No, or do you not think- the end. There is a lot that was just not good. Yeah. It started so bad. Like, But if you're going to promote your big signee and it's fucking Christian, no. I, I, so I feel really sorry for Christian because I think it's a good signing. Like, I, I get the signing. I, I don't hate it. He's a good guy to have around some of the younger guys. But the hype that they put on him, it, it's... He's not that wrestler. He's not that guy. Like, this isn't 2006 TNA, you know? And everyone telling me, oh, how good he was in TNA. You know the roster in 2006? It it wasn't difficult to be the star, you know? It wasn't difficult to be the man at that time of TNA. I'm just coming up to that, actually, um, on my impact reviews. Um, But, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. It started with the buy-in, uh, Britt Baker and Mackie Ito, who, she's really good, though. I like Mackie Ito. Um, I thought she was they're, cool. They're really, going, they're really going on this Britt Baker train, aren't they? I think so. I think it's, I just, when are they going to pull the, the switch on it? Because, like, you know, Shida's been champ a long time now. Like, nearly 300 days. Like, that's a bit long for me. Um... Yeah, it was a bit long, but it was a solid uh, pre-show. It wasn't anything special, um, but it started with with the Young Bucks versus Jericho and MJF. Um, the beginning of this was a complete mess. Um, I thought the first couple of minutes it was it was just chaos. I don't know what was going on. Um, I. <laughs> I still am on the side of I don't get the Young Bucks hype at all. Like, it's the same match every match for me. Like, I, maybe it's just me because a lot of people maybe see something different and I appreciate that. They are very good. I just, you know, super kicks off a lion's soul, you know, triggers, Meltzer drivers, whatever they're called. Ugh. One of them is, I feel like one of them is always selling an injury. 
Yeah. I I don't know. Um, like, I always feel like one of them's like, my bad back, my bad ribs. Yeah, it's just the same match for me over and over. And I just, I mean, MJF is going to be a star. The kid's, what, 24? And, like, they say most wrestlers hit their peak, like, between 30 and 40. Like, and he's already really, really good. Like, I, li I like MJF. Jericho is just, it's horrible to watch Jericho at the minute. Like, he needs to take a rest or... He's done what he needed to do, I think, for me, for AEW. Like, be the first champ, bring a lot of hype. You know, a lot of AEW star is thanks to Jericho, and hats off to him for what he's helped. But I don't want to see him wrestling anymore. I just, I don't know. It was a good match, though. Like, it was nothing special. As I say, the beginning was weird. Everyone just breaking the rules. And, you know, it wasn't just the heels breaking the rules. The Bucks were, like, on the apron while rules were being broken. I, it, yeah, it was just a bit weird for me. The whole beginning of it but again it's just it was just the same old stuff for me that was wasn't anything special but a solid enough start and then the the tag team stuff continued with another tag team royale which i feel like they do all the time how many okay. tag teams do they have though like right my defense my defense on this how is qt marshall a fucking heel when it's supposed to be every man for himself hmm yeah, yeah. yeah Ow. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Again, they they have a lot. Like, so what? The, I think it went like twenty five minutes this way out. The first ten minutes was garbage. Um, you know, I, Santana and Ortiz. I I was so excited about them. They don't look that great. Uh why what i don't understand is why is ray phoenix and pack the tag team for them and penta was in the solo match wouldn't it have been better to have phoenix and penta in this match and then pack in the other one i just it was a strange pairing for me um matt and mike seidel look rubbish uh it's just so many tag teams i just don't understand um the, the the teams there's so many everyone's in a in a in a faction or in a tag team and crazy um jungle boy is is amazing though big big props to him i do like him um but yeah ray phoenix and pack were the winners um i think once they entered and silver entered that's when the match sort of really got what we was looking for and what we was expecting Solid enough, but again, it was nothing special. And then it rolled on to the women's match. I don't know. No one seemed interested in it. There was no real emotional investment. Couldn't really get into the match for me. Yeah, I wasn't... Again, I wasn't a fan. Um, Nyla Rose then attacked Shida at the end. Rio. So I'm guessing it's... It's, I don't know what it is, what they're doing with that women's title. But again, bit of a mess. And then it carried on being a mess. And now this is the one I wanted to bring up. So it was Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. I don't think Miro, Rusev, whatever you know him as, looks interested in wrestling anymore. And that was meant to be him on a tear, the badass Miro that everyone's wanted. That was it. Very lackluster. And it brought up the question for me that I wanted to bring up. Do you think they booked him in WWE better than we think because they made him, fucking, they booked him better? Absolutely. I've made this argument plenty of times. The man had a year-long undefeated streak with a top-tier title, the United States Championship. He cleanly beat John Cena twice. He got a fucking take entrance at WrestleMania on the higher card. How is it? How? How is how was he not used right? Yeah. Yeah. And like looking at him now, when he's not booked that great, I mean, I just can't believe they're still going with this Kip Sabian thing. Um, yeah. He's playing that's, video yeah. games and 
hawking football, whatever that. I mean, he's, t- he's tagging with Kip Sabian. Like, nothing against Kip Sabian, but the man's a jobber. Like, the man is a jobber. You know, and he's in a tag match with Cassidy, who is, for me, yes, okay, he's talented, but he's comic relief. And Chuck Taylor, like, who's nothing. Like, I don't know if that's his level. And what we were all crying about, you know, like, oh, I want to see Rusev do this, Rusev do, and, you know, now he's out on his own. He just looks, just doesn't look like a wrestler anymore to me. He just doesn't look interested. Looks like he's there for a paycheck. Like, Honestly, he should have been, he should have been part of this team Taz thing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he should have been the main focus of a team Taz and with, with the way he wrestles and his background and you know, judo and all that, it would have made sense. Mm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I just, at the minute, he looks completely lost in AEW for me. He just doesn't look like he's ever got into it or anything. And I just, yeah, need to need to see something quick. Um, and then uh, Matt Hardy versus Adam Page. I'm, I'm sorry, I... I don't want to see Matt Hardy wrestle 15 minute matches. And Thank I, I, you. I don't, I don't want to see it anymore. I, I, I'm over this Matt Hardy wrestling thing. Um, because for me, Adam page is a lot better than wrestling Matt Hardy. You know, Adam page, I was big on Adam page. Still have really liked Adam page. This, I think he did better than I thought it was going to go. Just like the longer it goes on, it's like, oh, uh, it's just uncomfortable to watch Matt Hardy wrestling now. You know? Um, yeah, I'm not a fan. And, he's, and again, I, th- I feel like Adam Page uh, is better than that. You know, he's, he's a star. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a good wrestler. Really, you know, interesting character. You know, I like the Dark Order stuff. I thought that was quite clever. I think he fits in that. Drinking the Dark Order beer. They've even got their own beer. <laughs> but yeah, 15 minutes of Matt Hardy is is too much now. Is is way too much. Um, Private Party came out too to help Matt and Dark Order came out to help Paige and stuff. It was all, all pretty good. It was solid enough. It's just I don't want to see Matt Hardy like that. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a fan. Again, and so until now, I don't think there'd been a match that had been more than... Three out of five. How are they you continuing know? Dark Order without a leader right now? Well, is Adam Page going to do it? Like, do you think that's what is coming? You think that's how they'll, just, they'll move forward? Like, how are they? How are they supposed to continue being this cult type thing if there's no fucking leader to the cult? Yeah, and it just feels like with Adam Page now, it's not become like a cult. It's beer drinking buddies you know like i I don't know it's they're in a strange position they could have been a really good thing i i think they maybe should have changed it after the Brody lee stuff Mm, i mean i'm 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 assuming it might be page maybe it'll be page um which it would be weird because he doesn't look like a cult leader and doesn't come across as a cult leader um he's not a dark character yeah, he's not. Like, I, I I, found it more comic relief with them at the minute, which is strange. Um, yeah, but it was, it was, it was ugly. Matt, Matt Hardy is ugly. Uh, wrestling. Give it a rest, Matt. Uh, move to the back. Look, they could have even used Broken Matt Hardy for the leader of them. Yeah, yeah, Matt Hardy. Yeah, the Broken Matt Hardy instead of this money, Matt. I don't, I don't get um yeah i i don't know what they're doing matt hardy i don't know i i just don't want to see him wrestling that long anymore and stuff i just i don't i don't want it i don't want it um move on let adam page be a man um and then the face of the revolution ladder match which okay i enjoyed this i did enjoy the ladder match i don't like try hard cody i could do without that um but this so I sort of woke up towards the end of this. This is where I woke up. I fell asleep in the, the Jericho match and then woke up in this. Um, 
Did you wake up during his shitty fucking injury selling? Yeah, and that's the one. That's the Cody I I can do without, because it was a really <laughs> good match. And like, I don't know, the Cody the tryhard is just a bit meh for me. I could do without it. Like, I don't, I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. Um, I thought he was gonna win when you know because he was coming back. I think I'm pleased for Scorpio Sky. I'm a big fan of Scorpio Sky. Um, I think he'll be, um, I think he'll do well. I th I'm assuming he's going to go for Darby Allen on Wednesday, um, is what I'm thinking, maybe. Maybe put the title on him, uh, because I think Darby Allen can move on to better things. Um, I, Lance Archer, I think Ethan Page made his debut. Um, I think that's a good signing. Um, yeah, it wasn't really a, a big deal when he came out, though. They didn't really hype it like commentary. And we'll get to JR in a minute because, like, we really do need JR to retire now. I love JR. Um, I do. Uh, but I love him from years before, not now, you know? It's, it sounds uncomfortable now. It's like when Jerry Lawler commentating came back for a bit. It's a bit, it's not really your time anymore. Um, yeah, Scorpio Sky was the right winner, but the ladder match... For me, it was like then the best match so far of a very dull beginning. It'd be a very average beginning, uh, but it was a really good ladder match, I have to say. Um, and now the big one, the Sting street fight. Sting Darby Allen versus Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. Um, Go on. I didn't, I didn't hate it. The, the camera cuts... No one can ever say shit about Kevin Dunn anymore because they just seem to, every wrestling promotion seems to think that a cinematic match needs cuts like fucking madness, you know? If, can you imagine if you played a drinking game that you had to take a shot like with every quick cut? Can you imagine you'd be in hospital? <laughs> you would actually be in hospital before the match finished. Jesus. Um, the quick cuts is, uh, is crazy. It's crazy. Uh, for me um, I didn't like the cuts but the thing was the good news I I thought it was a very good way to hide the fact that Sting has obviously got some shortcomings I mean we don't really know the extent of what he can and can't do to be fair nothing official has ever been said um, and it let Darby Allen shine and Darby Allen I, I didn't hate it I didn't hate it at all um, I thought it worked uh, the cinematic thing. It's just them cuts. Like, what is it with wrestling people that think that we want them kind of cuts? Like, I just, my, you know, it's, it triggers me. I can feel my eyes twitching. It may have been like it was 3.30 in the morning or something. I understand. But I don't know. What did you make of it? What did you think of Stingback? What did you, how they put it together? I can care. And I can care less. <laughs> I, I really can. Like, it's fucking Sting. If it was, if that was the only time we see him, maybe it's okay. This isn't you know? 1997 anymore. His peak is reached. Yeah. It's like watching Taker for me at the minute. You know, like in the Saudi Arabia mess in the DX tag and, you know, the match with Roman and there was another one. The only one that I thought he got away with was the tag match with Shade and Drew. Um, I mean, shit on him all you want, but at least Ric Flair fucking knows that he can't step in there anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you think, do you think, like, well, you know, we've watched WCW, we've watched TNA. Do you think they, they go to these places like AEW because they're going to be lax? You know, like, I can imagine it's very hard to quit. Look at Taker. They're Taker taking, probably went way too long. good money to do you know, half part work. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. But Darby Allen, to be fair, a big fan. I, I, I am a big fan. Um, I like, um, was it Ricky Starks as well that was in the match? I think he's very talented. They should be doing more with that fucking, that whole team. Yes. Because Taz, Taz for me, I think has had an impact like MVP has on Raw. Like Taz, I enjoy watching. Taz, I enjoy listening. Taz, I can 
I get invested in when he's talking. Like I believe, you know, you, you believe him. You want to boo him. You want to hate him. Like I, I love Taz. Like I think the role he's playing right now is very Paul Heyman esque, and he does it very, very well. Um, and I think he'd be great. It just it felt like the whole thing was on Sting and the three other guys in the match are what we should be focusing on. I mean, he did let um, he did let Derby shine both in front. And apparently he did a lot of the behind the camera stuff too, didn't he, Darby Allen? So big hats off to him because I thought I thought it I thought it came out well. I thought for a cinematic match. I just wish, you know, the quick cuts is just stop it. I thought it was just a WWE thing, but it's not, is it? Like oh, I can't have it. It just I didn't like the amount of cuts that were in it in a very like little cinematic experience, because it was in a ring still, kind of, you know? But it was uh, a very clever way. They did it very, very well. If that's how Sting matches are going to be for a while, they'll probably get away with a few more. I, yeah, as you say, I just, I'm over it. Do you know what I mean? I'm over it. I don't, I don't want to see Taker. I don't want to see Sting. I don't want to see, you know, I'm kind of over yeah, that stuff yeah. now, you know? Um, and that led us into <laughs> the main event, the exploding barbed wire death match. Oh no, we're not going to talk about this. This this highly anticipated announcement oh. of Christian. Oh god, yeah. Okay, Christian. <laughs> Christian is a good signing. So how it apparently has come about that it was read is WWE only wanted him on a part-time contract, so he called Tony Khan and said, "Will you let me wrestle full-time?" And Khan said yes, and so that's how that come about in so quick, apparently. Uh, Christian has what wrestled two matches since 2016, 2015. You know, maybe less than that. Done a rumble and a Randy Orton unsanctioned thing, weren't it? That's about it that you've seen Christian in. He's 47. He's got history of concussions. He's always been injured, injured, and in Edge's shadow. <laughs> and at the minute, like, is Christian now going to go for Omega? to try and take the spotlight off of Edge going for Roman Reigns. I, I, that would be the absolute stupidest fucking yeah, because thing they could do. It's Christian. And I love Christian. I do. I, I've always <laughs> been a fan. You're on your own on that. Uh, no, I do like Christian, but he's always been the Genetti of Edge and Christian. Like, and he has. That's nothing against him. It's just Edge was the he's star. Never, and if to me... I've never really been like, wow, Christian. I can't really ever say, man, that Christian match is one of my favorite matches. Yeah, and if you think, like, the best Christian was the TNA Christian Cage, which was 15 years ago. Was it 2006, seven? Yeah. But even there, there was nothing that he did that I really stood out and went, wow, I like that match. Yeah. Yeah, the only ones that stand out are the tag matches, which was everyone else, the Dudleys, Hardys. I just I feel a bit sorry for Christian because they've hyped him to a level where no one believes Christian is a main event guy. Like, hey, does anyone honestly believe that Christian would be John Moxley or be Kenny Omega or be any of them guys that are in the main event picture and stuff? You know, my even... thing is, is what what is Christian's character? Mm, he just came out and signed a contract and left. Like he's been hyped though so much. I just feel sorry for him because it's been way overhyped, you know. And what makes me laugh is there were people that actually thought that AEW were going to sign Brock Lesnar. Like they actually believed it. I <laughs> I thought that because you really think though, like Vince would well, allow that thing. one. Here's here's my argument on it. There was a thing where. Every single Brock Lesnar piece of merchandise has now been scrapped from WWE uh, stores. There had to have been a reason for that. Do you think that's just like the, the businessman that Brock Lesnar is? Maybe. You know, like, regardless of anything else, Brock Lesnar is one of the cleverest businessmen of his brand, of, of wrestling. Like, he's sold himself and his brand perfectly. You know what I mean? Um, and maybe he's just got a bit of a say in that. Um, but, yeah, Christian, 
I would have been more hyped if it had been like an RVD or a Kurt or there was whispers that who's the MLW champion, the Rikishi's other son. What's his name? Jacob something. Oh, yeah. Jacob yeah, his too. name popped up. I would have been more hyped for him than Christian. You know? But Christian, I, I feel a bit sorry for Christian because I do think it's a very good signing. I think he'll do really well on AEW. Like, I think the 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 style that he is fits what they're doing, what got going on. So I'm not knocking the signing. I'm knocking where the position they put him in because there's not a wrestling fan out there that believes or would believe that he could challenge a Kenny Omega. You know? Like, it's Christian. <laughs> I can't, you know, he's all right. Yeah, and that's it. Like he's yeah, he's he's cool. It's Christian, and he even had the TNA music. It's like, oh my god, we've got back fifteen years. <laughs> but, oh, we're gonna get. To, there's a whole musical segment today. I have my extra device for this fucking thing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh poor Gio. <laughs> I uh, to be honest, I haven't spoken to Gio all week because he's been lost in his last review. Before you get to some decent pay per views. So <laughs> you're all right. This is the last one. You get a couple of weeks off. Um, but we will talk about the main event, the exploded by by a death match. Yeah, fuck you for giving me a good pay-per-view on a week of, you know, the week that fucking Peacock launches. <laughs> so now I'm going to have to go through Peacock to search for this fucking thing this Hopefully Peacock works properly. Yeah. Finally got a good review and he's not going to be able to watch it. <laughs> yeah, um, that starts on the 18th. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, nine days, isn't it? And it's yeah. not going to be fully completed, they said, till August. Like, from a business transaction, because it's well, a because big deal. You know, but... Here's the thing. Do you know how long it takes upload and put all that stuff onto a server you're talking over hours and hours and hours of footage mm. plus even more footage from the time that they just now start you know when they started the network to gradually adding stuff from there to now because when the network started you have to remember the network started in what 2016 that's a 16, 17, 18, 19, you got about another five years of footage that has to be transferred over to this new server. Wow. Yes. That's a lot of work, isn't it? It's a big deal. Um, yeah. God. And when's that? The 18th, then? That starts. Yeah. See, nothing changes for me. I've still got normal network, like... You know, so nothing's nothing's changed for me, which is cool. And Canada, Sorry, it's just you guys. Sorry, and 14. Oh, 14. So like five days. Wow. Okay. Jeez. But that's what I'm saying. You got like six, another six, seven years worth of stuff, not five days. I mean, like it started in 2014. So that's like another five, six years worth of footage that the WWE Network collected up. Mm. Plus the stuff that was already, you know, like the old stuff. It's a lot of stuff to transfer over. So, yeah, it's not going to be complete right away. God. Yeah, they said it would take to, like, August. That's a lot. Um, right, let's get back to the exploding barbed wire deathmatch. Uh... Right, first of all, I thought the match was great. I, I didn't... I, I don't mind seeing... Omega and Moxie go at it like they did. Like maybe 2021, like it's all right for me because like probably in this year, a match like this is probably a bit taboo. I mean, to, to be fair, we got a little bit of everything, some psychologically, you know, I've seen some people saying that Omega took a step down to make this match work. For me, that's the point that Omega was willing to go to Moxley's level to shut him up. I think that's the character that Omega's doing. And then we got the end. <laughs> we know. Unfortunately for the match is what everyone's going to remember. They fucking killed Eddie Kingston's career is what they Mate. did. Oh, that's what my concern was. So they took maybe two of the toughest guys in wrestling right now. Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Are probably, if you look at just tough guys, character-wise and, you know, they are probably two of, they'd be in the conversation that you would have about toughest guys right now. 
and they 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 did an end like that like gilberg's pyros were more intense than that and poor eddie is trying to sell it by covering him and acting like he's knocked out oh it was horrible um i've seen better fucking pyro work on the beginning of a monday nitro when they started it up yeah it was fucking kate's entrance has better pyro yeah Kane's when he does the fire in the ring, that was a bigger explosion than the puff of smoke and some sparklers. But well, the bit that concerns me is that they had Eddie Kingston in there covering him. And as he covered him, as the clock's ticking, I'm like, yeah, well, this is going to blow. You know, you could have, you know, I've seen the ring sort of explode from a big show suplex on Brock Lesnar. They could you know? have rigged it like that. Yeah. And, you know, even if they'd had the ring do that, maybe with the pyros not going off so much, maybe it could have looked better. But it just puff of smoke. And then Aubrey comes out with, like, a bottle of water like she was going to save the world. And you're like, what is happening right now? <laughs> what has happened? It was, it was, it was what awful. What the fuck were they selling? Nothing touched them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Eddie was, like, pulled off him like he was meant to be knocked out or something. You know, I just, it was a really weird ending. And there's a pyro guy that I think has clearly lost his job. Like, oh my God. Like, because if that was the end of such a shame, because as I say, I thought the match was good. I did. I didn't mind the, the match. Like, I liked the violence. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was, I was skeptical about it all. Um, but it was carnage. It was great. But the end, man, they messed it up so bad. And then they tried to play it off that, you know, Kenny Omega is, you know, he messed it up and they're going to try and make it a story. And what did you expect us to do? Blow them up. Well, yeah, it's an exploding barbed wire death match. Like you expect an explosion. Ah. Uh, it was stupid. Stupid was the word. And it's what's upsetting is, okay, I think the beginning was pretty bang average of the pay-per-view. The ladder match was good. Um, the Sting cinematic thing was was good. The match Kenny and John had had until then was pretty good. I thought the Good Brothers coming in, boom with the bat and this. Yeah, all good. And, you know, then you get half of Gilberg's pyro, you know? <laughs> Raw, like, it started with... Did you notice, though, there was, like, more explosions on Raw last night? Like, with Orton and stuff and Matt Riddle. And I just... I was like, hold on a minute. <laughs> See, if I was W If I had been a wrestling promotion, I'd have milked that. I'd have explosions everywhere. I totally would. I totally would. I think, overall, it was good. It was their worst pay-per-view that they've done, though. I mean, if I had paid 60 bucks for that, I'd be upset. Not that I watched it illegally. Disclaimers. <laughs> um, uh, I would have been upset at 60 bucks. Um, overall, though, it was just, yeah, it was bang average. Bang average for me. Um, so, yeah. And then Raw last night, before we get into your reviews, a little bit of Raw. Um Good matchups. I thought Drew Sheamus. I could watch Drew. Sh Drew Sheamus reminds me of the stuff we've talked about with Andrade and Ray, Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. I could watch them every week. I could watch them every week. I thought the end was great. I thought the match was great. They were great together. They just beat the living hell out of each other. Here's um, a shocker for all the Discord people that listens and says I'm a WWE fanboy. Oh. What the fuck is this Braun Strowman storyline? <laughs> well, you, that Shane promo is maybe the best promo I've seen. I'm what? sorry. <laughs> okay, the what? The I'm sorry or the one that took him 15 minutes to call him a fucking idiot and run away? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. Like, so someone pointed out to me because I was like, where's it all come from? Why are we supposed to think that Shane and Braun hate? And they're like, oh, did you not see it on Underground? You know, it started all there. And I'm like, what? 
<laughs> that's that's what you're clinging to. Like, uh, yeah, I, d I don't want to see Braun Shane. And it's going to be at WrestleMania, isn't it? Like, that's what's going to be. Like, it's going to be Braun v. Shane because they've got nothing else for Braun right now. And so let's just do that. I just... Ah, yeah, it's grim. And then laughing at him because he tricked him into thinking he'd left. It's just... Oh, it's grim. It's grim. But I don't understand it. But yeah, I... I yeah, it's desperate. That's desperate. That's that's card filler for me. We're like, oh my God, what do we do with Braun Strowman? Okay, Shane, you can do it. Mumble your what words. What the fuck is it? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Why all of a sudden Shane is just calling him an idiot... They're saying it started from underground, but I don't remember what happened between him and Braun on underground. Um, Does anybody remember underground? No, no, that's the thing. Come so, on. don't know. Uh, yeah, crazy, crazy. Um, other than that, few other bits and pieces on Raw. The Orton and AJ match was great. Are they making Strowman the new Big Show with all these heel and fucking face turns? Yeah, maybe. Maybe Strowman is just a new picture. This has turned heel and face in 2019, 2020, and 2021 so many fucking times. Yeah. But I don't he even know. Because Shane's surely a heel, no? Like, Shane's well, he not a face. An idiot. I wouldn't think he's the fucking face. <laughs> so, Braun is meant to be... But then, a couple months ago... He was a fucking heel on Raw, beating people up, trying to get a title shot. Yeah, which is why he so, got suspended, wasn't it, when he was injured? How many times are we going to switch his gimmick from heel to face? No idea. Uh, no idea. It's... Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's weird. And it's just a weird angle to have. I, yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. So, yeah, everyone yeah, that thinks we're WWE yeah. fanboys... We don't like him, Braun Shane. <laughs> give him his 2018-2019 Braun Strowman attitude where he didn't care about being a heel or face. He just wanted to fuck people up. Yeah. He wanted to tip trucks over and knock people out. And flip ambulances. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, get crushed by fucking garbage trucks like Super Shredder and then come back. Super <laughs> Shredder. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, the turtle disaster threw him in a trash bin. <laughs> oh god. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 horrible. It is horrible. And the thing is, like, if if you watched it, it's you. They, they, you can't. You can't make it good. It's as bad as it sounds. You know, it sounds mm -hmm. awful. It watches awful. It's got to be Bruce Pritchard nonsense. I, I don't know. I don't know who to play. The man since winning the title, he's just been weak. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's a monster. You know, he's a monster. And it's weird because they know how to book. Look at Lashley. They've gone all in on Lashley. I thought his new, new theme and stuff was great. And it's, you know, they did the squash match rematch. We're going to get, we're, we're going to get into themes, sir. I'm telling you, I have a cute. I have it all loaded up here. This is gonna be fun. We'll get into that. We'll just touch briefly on the Randy Orton stuff. Do you think? I love it. You think I it's? You think it's still okay? It. You don't think it's going on a bit long with Alexa now? Like, listen, do you think it needs something else? Listen, Bray Wyatt's got a new gimmick. Why waste this new gimmick on a debut on Raw? Keep him off TV. Let Alexa Bliss keep playing these fucking mind games. And let him debut his new look at WrestleMania. Mm. You don't need Bray Wyatt there to push the story. They've done it with Undertaker and Kane. Does nobody remember when fucking Kane buried him? And then he just sat around shaking the ring and puffing smoke for like weeks on end? Yeah. Yeah, true. It, it's, it works. And obviously it's leading to some big new look for The Fiend, which I'm hyped to see. So why waste it on a Raw when you can debut it in front of fans? 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. True. Okay. I still think that they're going to um, bring him back at fast lane, seeing it's the first one on Peacock. That's when I think we'll see the feet. Um, I think that'll be because it's going to be a big pay per view. If it's the first one on Peacock with all that money that's been into it, fast lane's going to have some stuff, you know? <laughs> fast lane's not. Fastlane might be the first on Peacock, but it's not the first standalone. Because it'll be the network is still going to be the network until WrestleMania. Ah, uh, okay, okay. See what they're doing is it's the the network and Peacock are they're going to be both until WrestleMania because they want to they 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 don't want to start on Peacock without integrating stuff over. Hmm. Fair. I still think we'll see him at Fastlane. Um, but yeah, the black stuff out the mouth. I think AJ getting up the wind, keep AJ strong. Uh, be interesting to see what they're doing with AJ for WrestleMania because AJ said he wants Triple H, didn't he? Like, and I can imagine AJ's got quite a lot of sway. You think we'll see that? I mean, what's he gonna do? Put him in a calf crusher and hurt his fucking triceps more? <laughs> his quads? He's gonna tear his quads more? Like. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Maybe because like this Triple H's way of burying TNA like he buried WCW with Sting, like what the fuck? What you didn't like like the really old and grey Kevin Nash coming out to like save the day. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, the best part is is because everybody was in both DX and MWO. Nobody knew who the fuck why is Shawn Michaels helping the NWO and not DX? Oh, because he was in fucking NWO and I guess he wanted to go with that. Yeah. Poor on X-Mac. X-Mac must have come out thinking, who do I hit? <laughs> Why do I... <laughs> I love them all. <laughs> um, right. You want to get into your stuff because I feel like you've, you've traveled across multiple brands. <laughs> over. <laughs> This last okay. week, so you might need a little bit more time than we normally give you. I, I don't really got matches to review here. I just got notes. <laughs> Lucha Underground is sucks as a wrestling show, but goddamn, the storylines were entertaining. You didn't think it was very good? Wrestling-wise, no. Oh, really? But okay. the storylines were amazing because they were murdering people. They were investigating people for drugs. Yeah. Lucha Underground was was amazing, I, I thought, you know. And yeah, so for those that maybe didn't hear last week, this week he got Ezekiel Jackson. Now Ezekiel Which is Zeke. funny because Ezekiel was only in one season of it. <laughs> Isn't he in just one season of every promotion he's been in? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, three matches, a very dodgy time. By the way, I had to watch that. Kudos to that fucking table cell for Dixie Carter, because goddamn, I still watch that to this day. I'm sorry to say what you want about her, but she took that like a fucking champ. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the exact one you're talking about. Um, yeah, she did. Bit like Shaq last week. Shaq took that table bump like a champ, too. Oh, yeah, shut right. the Shut the hell up. Come on, man. You seen it? Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big dude to just be crashing through like he's Bubba Dudley. <laughs> we, we, we come to what I like to call the first ever musical segment of our show. Yes. We, okay. We're ready. How many, we're, we're gonna, how many themes has the core had? They've had five. The core five, had five. Five themes. I will now play you. Experts from all five themes. Here we this go. Is, this is the, the musical part. Ready? Hold on. Here we go. We're ready. Hold on. I'm too cheap to pay for it for for ad free. <laughs> all right. So that that was the first one, right? Yeah. That that's like the first. We we the first one sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Then you got the first version of it. 
which is this one. This is all, by the way, done by the all by the same band, Shaman's Harvest, which did uh, Drew McIntyre. Really, this is Shaman's Harvest did the core theme. Yeah. Then wow, got, I didn't know that. You got the third. Hold on. Well, you're gonna start seeing differences with each one of these. This is what's funny because there's like it gets slowed up, it gets high, like it's high, it's slow. Then you got this. That this is. This is the one I remember. How many versions of this are there, though? Yeah, that version is the one that rings true in my head. And what number is this? The third one. Uh, yeah. yeah. God. Then you got this version. This is this is fourth. Oh God, that's horrible. <laughs> Jeez. So many, so why are there so many? And, and why did they just keep saying, I don't know what I want to do? I mean, do you think that the call was just because they had them guys under contract? Like, do you think the call was like actually a thing? Like... And then that's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, there you go. Five. Oh, wow. So what about what? Zeke? What did you what did you learn about Zeke? Zeke was a very bad version of what could have been good Biggie. <laughs> it, oh yeah. Like what Big E is is what Big Zeke should have been. Right. Yeah. He's just he was given so many horrible gimmicks. Who remembers the core? Yeah. Nobody's like, oh man, the core. You See, know, well, the, the first time I remember him was the round table. God, yeah, the ruthless round table. Because <laughs> wasn't he first of all? Um, he started Brian Kendrick's, Kendrick's bodyguard. bodyguard. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I remember him as. Um. And then he began interfering in matches and stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I remember there was some stuff with Jeff Hardy, I think, and, and Finley and stuff. God. And then, yeah, then he went to ECW with the, the ruthless round table. Um, who was in that? It was Kozlov and uh, him was- and Regal. <laughs> yes. And that was against Christian, wasn't it? When he won the ECW title, that was Christian he beat. The build-up was like, there was, like, they'd have Kozlov beat up a jobber, and then Ezekiel Jackson would come out and beat up the same jobber, and then you would just look at each other. This went on for fucking weeks. (laughs) Like, they'd beat up a, you know, Kozlov would manhandle the guy, and then he'd come out and beat up the guy and then the following week Zeke would beat up a jobber and then Kozlov would come out and beat up the same jobber and look at him and be like yeah I did it better <laughs> god and he's actually he'll go down as he was the last ECW champion weren't he <laughs> he was wow and then god. he did the, <laughs> he did he did the core yeah so what was so the the core was Barrett, Gabriel, Slater, and <laughs> yes. Jackson. Yeah, it was the four of them, wasn't it? Yes. Oh. It was supposed to be like SmackDown's Nexus, which is bad as it sounds because the Nexus was already like not a good fucking thing, but now it's like here's the SmackDown version of it. But he was an intercontinental champion at one point, wasn't he? He did win that, I think, towards the end, didn't he? He beat, yeah, he um, beat Barrett. Yeah, because then he feuded against the core. And then, yeah, he won that. And then he feuded with Ted DiBiase a bit. And then lost to Cody Rhodes, I think, at the end of it. And then he feuded with them a bit. But then after that, I don't remember seeing him. Like, I think I see him team with Great Carly for a bit. Like, oh. 
that's where your career is gone. Your teammate was great colleague. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, then he was gone by 2014. And then he went off to uh, TNA. Um, well, for what you I think. You can't say he went off to TNA. <laughs> he showed up for three shows. Wait, he did. He, so, hang on, I'm going to get it up here. TNA, he made his debut on June 25th, teaming with Snitsky, right? Nicknamed as Reichlon. And then got yeah. fired on August 7th. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Six weeks. Six weeks. Um, and then obviously off to uh off to Lucha Underground for the season. Um which was fun. And it uh he was killed off by the disciples of death. And then uh he's retired now. He's 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 a trader or something. Um I think he was at the the WXW. For a little bit, but yeah, he's retired now and is a trainer. Um, but do you know, in 2011, I've just seen this come up, he was ranked number 78 out of the top 500 single stars. There you go. 2011 is Big Zeke. <laughs> what he a legend. He was the last champion in 2010. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, being, yeah I suppose going from ECW champ and I Intercontinental champ, it's not a bad... 18 months that he had but it was a really weird time of wrestling i think then when they were doing that ecw stuff um it was just it was all a bit weird um the whole whole period uh for me was weird but yeah we got i guess we could talk a little bit about news we got two announcements yep. on nxt so i'm guessing one is going to be women's tag teams I'm guessing women's tag teams the second's going to be the 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 date change because supposedly they're moving it to another another date or whatever to Tuesdays is that right? Yes. Or do you think it's where they're going to officially announce that April eighth um, tag team uh, takeover? Because that has, has that been made official? Is that official or is that just fan talk? And then there, it, it might be that, or it might it, it could be them do because supposedly they might be doing a two night takeover WrestleMania week, a two night one as well. Ah, uh, yeah, they could ooh. be doing that. Wow, um, which interesting. I'm sorry, but that if that if they're doing a two night takeover WrestleMania week, AEW is gonna get slaughtered in ratings because you'd have Raw. Then you'd have two nights of NXT. Then you got SmackDown. Like, oh god, that'll Could be, it be a, a huge week. Yeah, that's a, a that's crazy a week. WWE show a day. Wow. God, that's a that's a big build up. Big build up. Uh yeah, so hyped and you'd, you'd have Raw, then you'd have Tuesday NXT, Wednesday NXT, you know, or Wednesday, Thursday NXT. Yeah. And you know. And are they doing Smackdown, any kind of Hall of Fame? Is there going to be like a Hall of Fame now? If they've got fans, are there any Hall of Fame um, plans? There might be. And that's what I'm saying. Like that, that would be one thing a day for WrestleMania week, which is fucking nuts. Mm. I remember the biggest thing they did back in the day was a 12-hour mania buildup. Yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, 2000, they did uh, WrestleMania all day, which was like... It went from 8 in the morning to 8 p.m. when it started. And it was literally like each hour they just talk about a different WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to have a full week of it, though. I'm quite hyped for WrestleMania because the tickets actually go on sale a week today, isn't it? I think I saw on Raw last night. It said a week tomorrow. So that would be now today. Uh, so I think it's going to go on sale in like a, a week's time. Um but yeah, that's going to be huge, and I'm so excited for WrestleMania like this year because I, I do think we're going to see Lesnar Lashley. I do. I'm still saying I'm going to see it. Um, hundred um, percent. Other news that I've got written down. Obviously, I wanted to touch on. You see Peyton Royce's promo about calling out Oscar. Fiery stuff. You think she deserves a shot? You think she'll get a shot? They might. I th I feel like they're you know. There's some of the raw talk stuff, man. I think people read into a little bit too much myself. Um, I, I like the raw talk and talking smack promos they do, but I think it's just that. I think it's just like a free space for them to 
get some traction. Uh, the other bit of news I had was... I've lost it now. Oh, the Raw Tag Team titles and the US titles are up for grabs next week. Uh, New Day taking on Hurt Business and Ali taking on Mustafa against Riddle for the US title. Now, do you think Ali wins at any point? Do you think they put the US title on him to try and get some credibility back to the group? I or just... do you think he splits from the group and this is just a chance to push him alone? I don't know. It's so weird. Because, like, he's really good. Like, I, I watch it, Ali. I like it. I like what he's doing. It's just I don't get what the group is doing anymore. It's weird. It's a weird situation because I'm enjoying watching Mustafa Ali stuff. Um, I'm enjoying his Twitter game. I, I, I like it all. I just I don't know about the group, you know? Maybe to get something back to the group, maybe it's they put a title on him. Um maybe it's interesting um and the last one i've got written down here so the report came out like was about alistair black unless vince mcmahon decides he suddenly likes and wants to use black the wrestler will be stuck in catering until his contract runs out you think he's done i mean he could be i mean that's pretty damning that like that comment do you think it's because of Vega or do you think it's just that Vince doesn't have anything for it? I mean, I, how can you not have anything for him? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't understand how, like, when you look at, what is he, what show is he on? Smackdown. Like, he's on Smackdown. But do you think of the mid card they've got? Alistair Black could slot right in there. Like, imagine some Black Cesaro matches and I don't know. It seems something's weird. Something doesn't feel right that you just like, I don't like you anymore and don't want to use you. So you're just going to sit here till your contract runs out. Just, yeah. It seems weird. There seems there must be more to it than just Vince has got off him. Like, okay, we get Vince goes off people pretty quick um, and things change. We've all seen it. But to like not be used at all, like he hasn't even been on main event or anything. Like there's he's nowhere. Um, don't know. It's an interesting one. Interesting one, which I'm sure we will get, see where his contract runs out. I think they should just release him and, and let him be. Um, but again, I hope he doesn't go to AEW. I think he should go to New Japan if he gets released. Alistair Black to New Japan would be like Finn Balor out there for me. That's what I'm saying. I haven't got right. much more news. Um, obviously, Fast Lane preview will be next week. We'll obviously talk about Christian Cage's debut because he's debuting on Dynamite tomorrow. Um, and obviously Scorpio Sky Darby Allen, um, NXT tomorrow, got their two big announcements, which we'll obviously go through as well next week. Lots of stuff coming up. Like you say, WrestleMania season's in full swing. Obviously, Double or Nothing is going to be at some point, so they're going to start pushing that. I'm guessing is the next one, is it? Like, Double or Nothing yeah. will be for them. Um, I'm guessing, like, Double or Nothing would kind of be their WrestleMania, do you think? Is that what they're going to aim for? I would assume. I could see that. Like that one. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's all very, very excited. And your review next week. Finally. Gio hasn't got a superstar, hasn't I got a bad year. SummerSlam 97 You, you is gave what? me two good weeks. Yeah, you and then it's No Way Out weeks. 2008. Yeah. No, Judgment Day. Judgment sir. Day, 2000. Sorry, yes. Oh, I had a list then for No Way Out 2008. <laughs> That's one for later then. <laughs> I just side-eyed you because I don't know how good of a paper. No, I, I, it's literally, I, I got a message yesterday. But SummerSlam 97, that's the one Austin breaks his neck in it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then, yeah, Judgment Day 2000 when Taker comes back. So, yeah, Shawn Michaels smuggling bananas is all Geo's going to be watching. Yeah. I made that joke last week where I said, Y'all gave me two weeks in a row of Shawn Michaels wearing short, short banana pants, refereeing. Mm hmm and, and both of them involved, like, Taker, like him messing up Taker a little bit, actually. But you'll hear his review next week. But yeah, SummerSlam 97 is Geo's review next week. I may even watch it myself so I can join in. 
I don't mind watching this one. I might join in this one. But yeah. Right. Another explosive episode in the bank. <laughs> We're going to end on some sparklers. I've got some sparklers. I'll, I'll light them up. <laughs> pew, pew, and a big puff of smoke. And just like that. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you next week, my man. All right.